Welcome into this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and I have a special guest in to preview the Badgers football opener tonight. My brother, Nate Van Handel. Nate, welcome to the show. It's great to be here, Adam. I'm excited to talk some Badger football. Thank goodness it's back. Yes, I definitely am excited that it's back, and we have some normalcy back in our lives despite the COVID that's going on. And uh, hopefully we continue to work towards more normalcy and we get back to normal uh, as far as fans, which there won't be any fans in Camp Randall Stadium tonight uh, due to COVID. But at least there's some football back on the field. And to uh, also look for more previews in the future for Badger football and basketball as the seasons uh, progress. And the best way to do that is just to look at my episode log. Each time I post episodes, it'll be located on my podcast page for my show, and you can get that anywhere you get your podcast. An even better way to do it is just to subscribe to my podcast, so that way you get alerts whenever I post episodes. But let's get to the nitty-gritty. Let's preview the game tonight. The Illinois Illini versus the Wisconsin Badgers at 7 p.m. Central Time on Big Ten Network. Last year, the Badgers went to Champaign, Illinois, and lost in a game that they were favored to win by a score of 24 to 23. And that was on October 19th. So before we get into tonight's game, Nate, what are your thoughts on last year's loss? I know that it's two different years and two different teams, but just a quick uh, thought on last year's loss and how the Badgers will look to uh, hopefully, hopefully rebound tonight. Yeah. You know, just a little bit more than a year ago, the Badgers go in for an 11 a.m. game down in Champaign. Uh, they come in as 30-and-a-half-point favorites, and uh, things looked pretty good in the third quarter. They took a 20-to-7 lead, and um, we're, we're kind of doing all right. They were, they were struggling a little bit, but uh, looked to be in firm control. And then in the last you know, eight, nine minutes of the game, they had a couple of crucial turnovers. There was a Jonathan Taylor fumble a Jack Cohn interception and, and Illinois was able to take advantage of those turnovers and ultimately win the game with a field goal uh, right at the end. Uh, you know, one of the keys to the game tonight, and we'll get into this a little bit later, but you know, taking care of the ball, the Badgers turned the ball over three times in that game. They had 40 minutes of time of possession. They won the time of possession battle about 40 minutes to about 20 minutes over uh, Illinois in that game. But uh, the crucial turnovers at the end of the game were really, really uh, something that came back to bite them. So uh, look for the Badgers to kind of emphasize that and make sure that tonight uh, isn't a repeat of last year's game down in Champaign. Yeah, definitely. It's one of those situations, I think, like you mentioned, it was an 11 a.m. game and any team in sports wants to come ready to go, but maybe they, uh, some people would say that they would underestimate Illinois, which I don't think is true. They're a Big Ten team and no matter their record, they're still a team that can be capable of doing some all right stuff, and they were able to do that last year. Now turning the page to this year, the Badgers will look to change that and have them do the better stuff versus the Illini. And the injury report for the Badgers, Jack Cohn is out in tonight's game. He uh, went out with a injury in camp, and uh, he'll be out for – quite a while it sounds like it's a pretty severe injury so Graham Mertz the uh, highly touted recruit that they have will start a quarterback for Wisconsin Nate what are your thoughts on 
Jack Cohn's absence and Graham Mertz's what will be his first start for the Badgers. You know, it's a really interesting time, Adam, because, you know, Jack Cohn had developed such a stability at the quarterback position for the Badgers last year. He was just very, very solid, kind of reminded you a little bit of the days of Scott Tolzien back in the early 2010s when Paul Christ was actually the offensive coordinator uh, at Wisconsin before going on to Pitt. Uh, He was very good taking care of the ball, very efficient quarterback, just kind of a steadying force. Um, but some people thought maybe Jack Cohn had a ceiling to him and maybe that was as good as he was going to get. Well, we won't know, uh, at least for the near future here because of his injury, uh, and, you know, insert Graham Mertz, uh, the highest rated quarterback recruit in Wisconsin football history, a guy who the Badgers jumped on super early, uh, when he had a, a limited number of scholarship offers. And then all of a sudden he commits to Wisconsin and shortly thereafter, uh, schools like Alabama and Clemson are calling and not just calling, but offering Graham Mertz scholarships. Um, and ultimately he was very committed to Wisconsin. He, he sticks with his commitment and, and this is his first opportunity to shine. And, and I think, you know, it's an exciting time for Badger fans to see what he has. Uh, I think fans also need to remember that he's a, a redshirt freshman. So while he's very, very talented and very skilled, uh, definitely a young guy. So, um, there are going to be some mistakes, some ups and some downs, but uh, tonight's an exciting night for Badger fans to see what Graham Mertz has and, and what maybe the future of the program looks like at quarterback. Yeah, and like you kind of alluded to with the expectations, I'm excited to see what he can do as well as as much as the rest of Badger Nation is. Everybody's excited to see what he can do. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how effective he is Um uh, Tonight in his first start for the Badgers, it'll be one of those things where, yeah, he's got some skills like you mentioned, but maybe temper your expectations a little bit for him. He's a really talented quarterback and could be a very special player if he plays well at Wisconsin and then potentially looking years down the road to the NFL draft uh, if things work out that way. So it'll be fun to see what he can do with the Badgers and especially for Paul Christ. Paul Christ is a coach that, seems to be a little bit more offensive geared as a coach. Yeah, he coaches offense and defense and special teams, not himself by his own because they have other coordinators for that, but he does, he's a head coach, so he kind of covers all bases. But he seems more of an offensive type coach if he had to pick one thing that was his strong suit as far as knowledge. And it seems like he has had past offense of experience as far as coaching. So it'll be interesting to see as well as Joe Rudolph, their offensive coordinator, what they kind of have as far as a plan for Graham Mertz. And then another thing for the injury report for the Badgers, Gabe Lloyd is questionable. And then switching sides to the Illini, Daniel Imora Behe is questionable. Trevor Sidney is questionable. And the weather, weather forecast for the game tonight is cloudy and temperatures are in the low 30s. Again, like I mentioned at the outset of this recording of this episode of my podcast, there will be no fans in Camp Randall because of COVID. So that'll play a role in how it shakes out as far as there's not going to be any jump around going on in the stands with the fans and all the rowdiness that Madison brings to the camp, which is short for Camp Randall. And, uh, I just want to touch before we get into the depth chart, your thoughts on the effect or the impact of no fans, if 
there's going to be a, an impact. I'm sure it'll be somewhat of an impact, I guess. Yeah, so Lovey Smith talked about it a little bit this week. He talked about how he'd rather have no fans in the stands versus 90,000 um, you know, Badger fans. It's an opener, so you knew that there was going to be a lot of energy in the stadium had um, you know, things been a little bit normal. So uh, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how both teams handle things. I still think there's some value to playing at home despite no fans. Um, you know, the Badgers have been practicing on Camp Randall's uh, field all week and for weeks now. You know, they've been practicing under the lights. It's, it's a familiar territory. They're dressing in their home locker room. They're getting themselves ready to go. You know, it, it, there, there's a little bit more of a home field despite the lack of a home crowd. Colin Wilder talked about it this week, um, how the Badgers are going to really have to focus on bringing their own juice, bringing their own energy to Camp Randall Stadium, and finding a way to get excited and compete, you know, despite the lack of fans in the stands. So, you know, I look for it to be a factor, uh, but at the same time, I think the Badgers are going to be ready for this. And, and you got to look to Paul Chris, their leader, just a steady, solid leader who's going to make sure that these guys are ready to play and make sure that some of the outside factors or lack thereof in this case being, you know, no fans, you know, he, he'll, he'll, he'll have them ready to play. Yeah, definitely. And it's something kind of adding on to your comments about the no fans. It's something that unfortunately COVID has been around for several months now and hopefully it gets resolved as soon as possible like we all want but badgers players knew that this was gonna be this with no fans like you kind of talked about and they're college football players i mean they've been playing football their whole lives and they know any situation that's given to them so i think that they'll be prepared like you say as well and i i think that It'll be a factor, but they've also, you know, they have to think about it. We're just playing a game of football between us and the Illini, and we have to figure out a way to get a win. Now, moving on to the depth chart, and I'm going to turn things over to you, Nate, uh, starting with the Badgers depth chart. Yeah, so this week the Badgers come out with their first two deep depth chart. Um, you know, always very exciting to see, you know, where guys lie and, and, and where, you know, some of the newcomers end up in there. Um, you know, this year the media wasn't allowed to attend practice because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So, uh, not a whole lot of people know a lot about what's going on in practice and how these guys have performed other than the players and the coaches themselves. And, um, they've kind of given a few hints towards, uh, guys that are going to, you know, maybe come on as far as young guys and, um, the two deep kind of shows that. So you talk about offensively, um, you know, obviously Graham Mertz is going to be the starting quarterback tonight. We've already talked about that a little bit. Uh, Nakia Watson and Garrett Groshek were both listed as starters at the running back position. Um, most people think that that Watson will be the guy that's going to get a lot more carries, the bulk of the carries, and that Groshek might stay more in his traditional third down back uh, role, kind of a guy catching passes out of the backfield you know, running draws and running um, stretch type plays on third downs. Um, another guy to look for at running back is Isaac Garendo. He had a carry back in the Rose Bowl. He's a converted wide receiver. Um, so there's a chance that we might see some of him as well. And maybe Jalen Berger, uh, freshman tailback out of New Jersey. Uh, at wide receiver, Danny Davis and Kendrick Pryor are returners. They are guys that have played a lot of snaps in the Big Ten in their four years. Um Guys who have had a lot of success. So 
Uh, no surprise with those two. I think the Badgers have a couple of great playmakers there. Uh, the surprise at wide receiver is that Jack Dunn and Adam Crumholes, both seniors, are going to be backing up at that position and are going to get some snaps. Um, uh, a guy to keep an eye on who's a freshman is Chimere DK, um, a wide receiver out of Waukesha North. Uh, he's a guy who has come on as a freshman and has gained a lot of praise from both the coaching staff and his teammates. Um, you know, Eric Burrell, uh, starting safety, had talked about how DK really stood out to him and was a guy that kind of gave him a lot of troubles uh, throughout camp. Uh, at the tight end position, you're going to have Jake Ferguson starting. He's been um, a workhorse for the Badgers over the last couple of years, so look for him to continue to do what he's done. Uh, the surprise maybe is that Hayden Rucci is going to be the number two tight end, a young guy. Um, a lot of people know him because his, his brother uh, recently committed a five-star offensive lineman. Um, not going to be at Wisconsin just yet, Nolan Rucci, but uh, a big recruit for the Badgers. But Hayden Rucci, definitely a really highly recruited guy at tight end. Um, quickly wrapping up on the offensive line, the big surprise is John Dietzen's back. Okay, John Dietzen took a year off and retired. Uh, he comes back to this Badgers team and, and wins the starting job at right guard. Uh, Logan Bruss and Tyler Beach are both listed as starters at right tackle. Uh, Caden Lyles won the battle at center with Cormac Sampson, so he'll be at center. Uh, Josh Seltzner will be the left guard. And then uh, probably the most um, well-known of the offensive linemen, Cole Van Lannen, is going to be returning at left tackle. Um, he's a guy that's definitely got some pro potential. So uh, that's our look at the offense. A lot of returning guys, but definitely some new faces. It'll be interesting to see what the Badgers do um, in the running game and how they get a number of running backs involved and how some of the newcomers at wide receiver um, like Chimere DK and, and then Hayden Rucci at tight end work in as well. Yeah, definitely. And uh, turning focus from the Badgers depth chart, which is very interesting and really good knowledge there, uh, given the fact that with the COVID stuff, we don't have much as far as any media fashion to, to, to focus of a depth chart. So it's good to get get that uh, focus and then uh, turning uh, focus to the next thing I want to talk about with you, Nate. Yeah. So quickly, just one last thing, um, you know, going to go through the defense really quick. Um, as far as the depth chart defensively, the Badgers are really, really loaded on the defensive line. They got five guys back, Isaiah Loudermilk, uh, Keanu Benton, and, um, Garrett Rand, okay, those are going to be the three guys that you're going to see a lot. Look for Matt Henningsen to play a lot of snaps and look for Bryson Williams to play a lot of snaps as well. Uh, the Badgers have always had success traditionally when they've had a really solid, stout defensive line. This is a really great year for that. Uh, at linebacker, Jack Sanborn is back in the middle. He'll be joined by Leo Chanel, uh, who takes over for Chris Orr, who is now in the NFL. Uh, Leo Chanel, look for him to really step up and, and be – a really solid addition to the inside linebacker core, along with Sanborn, who played a lot last year. At outside linebacker, Noah Burks is going to be back uh, on one side, had a great year last year. And on the other side, you have Isaiah Green May, uh, a guy who's had some experience, but also been um, sidelined some with some injuries. Um, and, and then the other guy to look at is Nick Herbig, true freshman, uh, listed as an alternate or as another starter, along with Isaiah Green May. Um, we'll be very interested to see how many snaps he gets because he's really wowed a lot of people uh, in camp. Uh, quickly for the defensive backs, a lot of returning guys at cornerback. You've got 
Fayon Hicks, you've got Caesar Williams and Rashad Wild Goose are going to play a lot of snaps at corner. Look for Dante Burton also to maybe get some snaps. Um, and then at safety, you've got Eric Burrell back and, and also uh, Colin Wilder, who's going to be starting at safety uh, along with Scott Nelson, who returns from injury. All right, that's a great uh, look at the depth chart for the Badgers as we head into game one uh, tonight versus the Illini. And coming up after this very short break, we will talk about the keys to victory for the Badgers against the Illini. So stay tuned for that. Moving along and talking about the keys to victory for the Badgers opener tonight against the Illinois Illini. And as mentioned before in this episode, it's at 7 o'clock tonight on BTN at Camp Randall. So Nate Van Handel, my brother's my guest for this episode of my podcast as we do a preview and look for future episodes coming up to have him as my guest as well as some episodes where I'm just by myself. But uh, we'll, we'll have those on my podcast uh, episode log. So wherever you get your podcast, uh, look for that. And it's the easiest way is just to look there. Uh, but moving ahead to the keys to uh, the game tonight, Nate, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, you know, we're going to talk quickly about the Badgers offense versus the Illini uh, defense. Uh, for me, it's, it's run, 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 right? The Badgers need to make sure that they establish the run game. Uh, that's been a Wisconsin thing for a very long time, and it's something that needs to continue, whether that be Nakia Watson, Garrett Groshek, Isaac Garendo, or all three, or maybe even Jalen Berger as well. Um, they need to run the ball and establish the run. Illinois lost all four starters off their D-line from last year. They do have some experienced guys on their defensive line, um, but look for the Badgers to take advantage of that and try to um, really established something early. Illinois is really experienced at the linebacker position and in their secondary. They do have some good experience. Um, but look for the Badgers to run the ball and get Graham Mertz in uh, really favorable uh, throwing positions, like third and shorts where he can really um, you know, succeed and put him in good situations to have success early. I think it's really important that Graham Mertz have some success early, complete some easy throws, and really – uh, get comfortable, and find a rhythm. So, again, staying ahead of the chains, giving Mertz good opportunities to throw the ball early, and making sure that that run game is established. Yeah, definitely. And another thing I wanted to ask you before we uh, move ahead to the prediction for the game is uh, Lovey Smith, Illinois' coach, is used to be the Bears coach. I'm sure all of you listeners know um, he used to be the head coach of the Bears uh, years ago in the NFL. Now he's in the college game and has been for a few years now with the Illini. And with the Bears, he was famous for using his Tampa 2-style defense. And obviously it's two different games, NFL versus college, but you can still use the Tampa 2-style defense in both situations and in college players versus NFL players. But again, you can still use that style defense uh, in either situation. So. Nate, what are your thoughts on how the Badgers um, might attack the Tampa 2 defense? I know you're not not a defensive coordinator or coach or anything like that, but I know that you are an avid follower of football just like me as well. So, And you have uh, done some study of the defense before, and you, you kind of know defenses. You're a former Appleton North f- football player, so you, you have that uh, kind of knowledge of it. So what are your thoughts? 
Yeah, so Lovey Smith has been notorious in his career, and and not just with the Bears, but at Illinois for for um, playing defense that's a little bit more bend but don't break, giving up some things, keeping the ball in front of them, right, keeping a couple of safeties high, and trying to just make sure that the offense has to grind their way down the field and 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 score on a longer drive as opposed to the big play and. Look, the Badgers are, are more of a grinded-out offense, so I think this is something that really plays right into their favor. The Badgers have no problem you know, handing the ball off and grinding and grinding and grinding. I think what they need to do is, again, make some easy throws, You know, look up the sideline um, in between you know, the safety and the corner, uh, try to hit Jake Ferguson in the middle of the field and also on um, some out-and-ups, maybe some um, – you know, post corner type routes and really look to, to hit the soft spots in the zone. I, again, I think they're going to be able to run the football against this uh, defensive line. That's maybe a little inexperienced, you know, they, they've got some upperclassmen, but a little bit more inexperienced. So I think the idea is again, you know, find some of the soft spots in the zone, really establish that run game and just grind it out. You know, Lovey wants the Badgers to grind it out. He wants to try to force turnovers. So hold on to that football and, and try to nicely uh, move your way down the field. Yeah, definitely, and that'll be something to look for and watch out for, how the Badgers offense kind of attacks that style of the, of the defense. And, again, they've had uh, experience doing that in the past as they've won against Lovey for a few years now. So th- they know what it's like, and they know how Tampa 2 defenses are for any team that they face. So, Nate, I know you wanted to add one more thing in. Yeah, so just really quickly, you know, before we get to keys to the victory and, and – um, Predictions. I just want to really quickly talk about how the Badgers defense is going to attack the Illinois offense. So Illinois uh, returns a lot of experience on their offense. Four of their five starting offensive linemen return. Their quarterback, Brandon Peters, returns. Uh, four of their top receivers come back. So they got a lot of a lot of experience on that offense. And um, Badger fans remember Brandon Peters, his last start at Wisconsin was at Camp Randall, was actually in a game where he played for Michigan, okay, back two, three years ago when he was starting for uh, John, or for Jim Harbaugh, excuse me. So um, he's played at Camp Randall once before. This will be his second time against the Badgers as the quarterback of Illinois. Uh, the Badgers have to get pressure, right? They've got to get those outside linebackers going off the edge, and they got to make sure that they get Brandon Peters off of his spot. Um, otherwise, he's going to be comfortable and be able to throw. Um, the Badgers have a lot of experience in the secondary, so if you can force Peters into some errant throws – uh, those cornerbacks and safeties are going to be looking to pick the ball off and go the other way. So just uh, really quickly, again, get pressure on Peters. Uh, let those, you know, unleash those outside linebackers and those guys that Jim Leonard likes to, you know, get creative with and make sure that, you know, you're solid in the secondary against those weapons that Illinois is going to have. Yeah. And I uh, look for two in addition to that, uh, like I mentioned before in this episode, of my podcast. Paul Chris is a head coach, but he's more of an offensive guy. So he and Joe Rudolph, like they have been in the past, will tag team kind of doing the offense in, in that. I think Joe Rudolph might call the plays, but Paul Chris is a heavy uh, factor in that too. So look for the, kind of the chess match between his offense and Lovey Smith's uh, defense. And I believe I saw that Lovey Smith is not only the Illini's head coach, but he's also their defensive coordinator. So uh, he's a primary role in calling the defense for the Illini. And, I mean, I guess as well as well as it sh- 
should be for Lovey. He's had some pretty good success as far as a coach over his uh, coaching career, calling a pretty effective defense. And uh, he'll look to do that again tonight and see how the Badgers uh, respond as far as an offensive standpoint. And again, look for Graham Mertz, the, the player who's making his first start for the Badgers, see how he does. And we're all excited to see that as well. Uh, a side note, too, for uh, this game, the Badgers, obviously, last year had Jonathan Taylor. He's now in the NFL with the Colts, so they won't have him, but they'll have Garrett Groshek and Nikia Watson, as we touched on before in their running game, as their primary runners. So uh, they'll have that, and it's no surprise for these college teams to lose players to the NFL. They're good players, and then eventually they have to move on, and Taylor's one of the many Wisconsin running backs, who's a really good college player turned NFL. And uh, the Badgers, as well as the Illini, have other players who have now gone on with their football careers ahead, and uh, they'll have to have other guys step up with the players that they have coming into their program. So up next, we will give our predictions for the Badgers game against the Illini. Stay tuned for that. Moving on to the final portion of this episode of my podcast, where we are giving a Wisconsin Badgers versus Illinois Illini preview. Again, my guest for this episode is my brother, Nathan Handel, and I thank him for joining me as well as joining me in future episodes for Badger uh, talk as far as basketball and football. And look for that kind of talk on my podcast episode log for future episodes. The best way is just to get it there and then all my other talk as far as the pros for Wisconsin sports and national sports. Just go there. And if you want to subscribe, that's the easiest way. Then you get alerts to whenever I post my episodes. But anyways, let's get down to the predictions. And I'll start first. I think that the Badgers will win this game. And they'll do it pretty convincingly. I think that Paul Chris is going to have his group ready. Levy Smith for the Illini is going to have his players ready. But I just think that they're at Camp Randall. It's their first game at home, and they'll be able to do a, a good job against the Illini. And although the Illini should show some some good spots in their game and be able to do some things well, I just foresee the Badgers uh, being able to do a very good job. And Graham Mertz, I think, will do a solid job kind of um, managing the offense and, and making some good plays too. And I, I look for the, the Badgers' running attack especially to uh, really – kind of grind the uh, Illini defense down like it has in the past. It'll be the case, I think, in this game to tonight. And I look for the Badgers to uh, get their first win in their uh, opener tonight. What are your thoughts, Nate? You know, a lot of different factors here, and one that we haven't necessarily touched on a whole lot. We talked about last year's game right at the beginning of the show, but we haven't talked about this idea of revenge and a bad taste in your mouth look the Badgers have had again like we talked about last October 19th it's been just a touch over a year that they've had this memory and this bad taste in their mouth about that trip down to Champaign Illinois last year and they had the opportunity to right that wrong and to create a new memory against Illinois and and to get a big win in the opener And I think that revenge factor is going to play um a big role in tonight, you know, you can't necessarily quantify that with a number or 
or figure out how motivated they are, how much of a factor that is. But I I think it's in the back of these guys' heads. They're competitors, and they want to win, and they want to really pay Illinois back for uh, that big upset last year. Um, My prediction hinges on a few things here. The keys for the Badgers, they got to make sure they establish that run game. they got to get after Brandon Peters and make sure that he's not comfortable throwing the football with pressure. And they got to make sure that they, again, take care of the football. Last year, they did not take care of the football, and the result was not what they wanted. So I think the Badgers ultimately, um, you know, play a solid football game tonight. Expect some some weird stuff tonight because it's the opener. It's a weird season. Um, there's no fans in the stands. Redshirt freshman starting quarterback. I think some weird stuff's going to happen, but I think the Badgers are going to settle in. I think they win this football game 34-13. to um, I, I just feel like Paul Christ is, is, is the right coach for this type of season. He's a guy that's going to, you know, have the Badgers focusing on the controllables and, you know, the opportunity in front of them. And I just think that they're going to be solid and really give Illinois a lot of trouble. Um, make that offense for Illinois, uh, feel a lot of uncomfortable situations. So I'm going to go 34, 13 Badgers. And very quickly, before I wrap up this episode of my podcast, it's going to be like any game in sports and we're talking football here so talking football sense but it'll be the game plans for each team obviously they go into the game with their scripted plays offense and they have those for the first I think it's 10 to 15 for football teams but then game flow is going to contribute to it too and if the Badgers get off to a big lead then Peters their uh, quarterback for Illinois Brandon Peters is going to have to throw it more and they won't be able to run it and it'll depend at most football teams if not all football teams want to have a good balance of run pass so like in any football game that that kind of game plan gets can get thrown off if the game flow happens where the Badgers are up by a lot or who knows Illinois might take an early lead I don't think it's going to happen Nate you don't think it's going to happen I don't think any of us as Badger fans think that that's going to happen, but who knows? We'll see what happens. And that'll be another indicator of this game tonight. And I agree with you, Nate. I think that the Badgers will get the job done. And I most certainly agree with your point about a bad taste in their mouth. Last year they lost in Champaign and it was a kind of a shocking loss for the Badgers and they'll want to get that bad taste out of their mouth, as you said, and, get off on the right foot for uh, tonight's matchup and, and get a win at home in Camp Randall. So that all about do it for this episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. Thank you for listening to this episode, all my other episodes, and my future episodes. If you want to spread the word about my podcast, you can, in, in addition to myself. I'm always looking to get as many consistent listeners as possible as anybody else in the podcasting world is you want to have as many consistent listeners as possible. So I'm looking to do that too. And like I said, the best way to do it is just to find my episodes anywhere you get podcasts for big A sports show. And uh, if you want to subscribe to it, then you get alerts to whenever I post episodes for national sports talk in addition to Wisconsin sports talk. So that'll wrap up our preview episode of the game tonight for the Badgers against the Illini. And I thank you all for listening. And I hope you have a good rest of your day. And I look forward to talking with you all again very soon.